0: Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers. I'm your host, Paul Beckerman. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. What's in the toolkit? What is in the toolkit? What's in the toolkit? Check it out. The topic of today's episode is digital study spaces and routines. Let's say you need to change a car battery and you've never done this before. What do you do? Well, if you're fortunate enough to know someone who has done this before, you could ask them for help. If they're close by or live with you, they could even show you how to do it firsthand. That would be ideal. But oftentimes, we don't have access to experts on everything we want to learn. So what do we do? If you're like me, you probably go to YouTube or search the Internet looking for directions. And now, with AI options entering the scene, you might even ask a chatbot like ChatGPT. This instant access to information has revolutionized the way we learn. In fact, it's become so common that we don't even think much about it. But we should, because it's a skill, just like knowing how to read or taking notes or solving a math problem. That's where the topic of this episode comes in. For our students to be successful learning online and in blended learning environments, we need to empower them with the necessary skills and routines. For many of them, These are skills they've never been taught. When students are learning in our classrooms, we can guide them to success. But when they're working at home, they'll need some other kind of guidance and we can influence their success by teaching them how to set up effective study spaces and routines when they're away from school. How do I use use Integration inspiration. Integration ideas. Let's look at five tips that you can share with your students and their families. Number 1. Schedule a daily study time. Routines are really important, especially in environments that are busy or maybe even slightly chaotic. If you can help students schedule a time to study each day, it can become a habit for them. When students are not used to this, they may lack the stamina for study, so it's a good idea to start with shorter chunks of time and then gradually expand it to the full length that they'll need. To help them do it, students can set up recurring calendar events or maybe notifications on their phones to prompt them to study each day. Because all of our internal clocks are different, students should find a time that works best for them. Number two, designate a study space. It's important to have a study space that's conducive to learning. For some students, this can be a challenge, especially if they live in a busy home. In any case, they should try to find the place where they can concentrate and focus the best. Then they should organize that space with the learning materials and digital tools that they will need. If it feels like a study space, they'll be more likely to use it as a study space. Over time, the space will become synonymous with learning work. There are a few tips to consider when integrating technology into these spaces. First, if at all possible, put your computer on a desk or table where you can sit comfortably avoiding muscle strain and fatigue. Ideally, students will look at a monitor that's at eye level. If they have access to them, an external keyboard and mouse can really be helpful with ergonomics so they don't strain their hands and wrists when typing. Students can also adjust monitor settings for brightness, contrast, color, and font size to help reduce eye strain. So it's important to point this out to them when they're in school so they can do this at home. Number three, Eliminate distractions. Of course, this is easier said than done, but it's one of the most important elements of studying effectively. Keeping a study space organized and decluttered will eliminate visual distractions. Similarly, students should put their phone somewhere where they will not be tempted to look at it. They should turn off notifications as well. If they're working on a computer or Chromebook, have them only open tabs related to their work. If they have social media tabs open, they'll probably be tempted to keep opening them to see if they have new messages or posts. What are some cool tech tools I can use? Two tips: instructional technology. If they still find themselves distracted by non-study technology, there are a few digital tools that they can try. MuteTab is a Chrome extension that they can use to mute social media tabs. Offline mode is available for Google products, so if they're distracted by the internet, they can work on their Google Docs without having live internet going. This can reduce those incoming distractions. Stay focused is a website blocker that they can also turn on to keep them from going to distracting websites. And then there's music. This can be a tricky one because students love their music. However, research shows that listening to music with lyrics taps the brain in the same area that we use to read, listen, or view. This reduces our ability to focus on what we're studying. If students find that music helps them shut out some of the background distractions around them, which can be very helpful for some students, encourage them to listen to music without lyrics if possible. Number four, develop good study habits. Part of having good study habits is following the first three tips on this list. But there are others to consider as well. One helpful habit is to create and maintain a task list for the study session. This is basically a list of what they need to get done each day when they sit down to study. Google Keep and Microsoft To Do are digital tools that can help them keep these lists. Then they should learn to prioritize those lists. A good strategy is to identify the three most important tasks to get done and then start with the most challenging task each day to make sure they have the stamina to finish it. If students have learning disabilities or struggle with reading, they might benefit from using digital accessibility tools like text-to-speech, screen tinting tools, or translators. And number five, recharge for the next day. If students have a digital device that they're required to bring to school each day, they should develop a routine for making sure it's charged each night. One great idea is to charge a school device whenever they charge their phone. They probably won't forget to charge their phone. Secondly, and perhaps more importantly, students need to recharge themselves. Exercise can reduce anxiety and stress. Eating well and drinking plenty of water can help refuel their growing bodies. And getting plenty of rest can help keep their brains functioning well. Putting cell phones away before going to bed can really help with this. Everyone will need to find a system and approach that works well for them. And these five tips are places where students can start. We've created a free study spaces and routines flyer that include these five tips, and you can share them with your students and families. It's available on our website at avidopenaccess.org. You can find it by searching for the article, Established Digital Study Spaces and Routines. And remember, be sure to join Rena, Winston, and me every Wednesday for our full-length podcast, Unpacking Education, where we're joined by exceptional guests and explore education topics that are important to you. Thanks for listening, take care, and thanks for all you do. You make a difference.